Well, hello, and thank you for joining us at the Jazz Focus today. My name is John Clark, and we are here to continue our hopefully never-ending journey into uh, the depths of jazz recording. And hopefully going to turn up some things that uh, haven't been thought of in a long time, or maybe aren't known to anybody at all. Uh, we're going to be focusing today on the music of a violinist, Stuff Smith. His real name was Hezekiah Smith, and uh, he was one of the four or five jazz uh, violinists of the 1920s and 30s. Of course, we think of Giovanuti and Stefan Grappelli and even Eddie South, but uh, they were all from a more traditional string tradition, uh, citing, you know, violin technique uh, in, from a, more of a European uh, classical style. Stuff Smith came to his technique um, very honestly. He uh, was born in Portsmouth, Ohio in 1909, and he grew up listening to uh, the jazz that he heard around him, blues and, and territory bands and so forth. He started listening to the music of Louis Armstrong as soon as he could, as soon as those records started coming out in 1925 or so, and he copied his playing uh, very extensively. He really modeled not only his violin playing, but his singing after the um, model of Louis Armstrong, and uh, the particular way he had with phrasing and swing and so forth. So he was not trying to play in the Western classical tradition as were some of those, most of the other jazz violinists of the day. So he really stands out. He was also a very uh, funny fellow. He was a comedian. He was, as I said, a singer. And uh, he ended up being quite a good band leader. He had uh, played in the 1920s with uh, Alphonse Trent's Territory Band and had recorded with them as well. Uh, he ended up in New York City in the very early 1930s and and he somehow got a job leading a band at the Onyx Club in 1935. Might have even been a little bit before that. Uh, the original Onyx Club burned down. It was on West 52nd Street, and I think it burned down in, at some point in 1934. And the owner, Joe Halbach, opened it up again in 1935, just up the street. And uh, this was at a time when Prohibition had been repealed, and uh, good times they were aflowing, as it was said. And uh, Stuff Smith's band, which he called the Onyx Club Boys, uh, stayed at the at that particular club for oh almost five years. Uh, it took some time out to do an occasional tour. Uh, it went out to Hollywood in 1936 to make a film, which ended up uh, not using their footage, so they never did appear on in that film. And they did come back, and they stuck around till about 1939, 1940. Uh, during that period, uh, Smith's right-hand man in the band was the great trumpeter uh, Jonah Jones. Jonah Jones is really, uh, he, you can't say he's undervalued as a trumpet player. He had a lot of success and a lot of recognition in life, but uh, when you listen to his recordings from the 30s and the 40s, there were very few trumpet players who could play as powerfully and as dramatically as he did. He uh, also took on that kind of Louis Armstrong model, and there were not many players who were capable of creating that sense of grandeur um, that Armstrong could, but Jonah Jones was definitely one of them. He was born in 1909, and um, he played with a number of territory bands around Louisville, Kentucky, which is where he grew up, uh, before he uh, ended up coming to New York. He played briefly with the Jimmy Lunsford Band, uh, which was out of Memphis uh, before it landed in New York. He played with Horace Henderson's band and um, did a lot of odd uh, musical jobs before he ended up in New York. And he started playing with Stuff Smith uh, before they got the job at the Onyx Club. They became friends, and when the, the job came up, uh, Smith was added to the band, or, or the band was organized around Smith and Jones. And that was, as I said, in about 1934-1935. So these were the two solo voices in the band. The rhythm section of the original band that made the first recordings was a piano player named Raymond Smith, not terribly well known. Bobby Bennett was on guitar, Mac Walker on bass, and John Washington on drums. These were uh, all African-American musicians, and uh, they were uh, fortunate beneficiaries of a more relaxed uh, policy uh, of, of, of segregation in New York City at the time. Uh, there were not many mixed bands playing on 52nd Street, but there were quite a few African-American and quite a few uh, white bands as well, and they did go back and forth. 52nd Street at the time was known as a hotbed of jazz, and uh, it uh, included quite a number of clubs. They shifted around and went out of business and came into being uh, on a fairly regular basis, but from about 1933-34 until uh, the end of World War II, there were always as many 
as a, as a dozen clubs uh, opened that on 52nd Street that were uh, uh, presenting music, usually jazz of some sort, uh, typically small group jazz, although some, such as the famous Door, uh, would have big bands. They had uh, Count Basie's big band, Charlie Barnett's big band. Uh, some of the later ones in the 40s would also have uh, bebop and the new styles of jazz. The Onyx Club uh, came back to life in the mid-40s under a different owner, and they had more of a modern jazz policy. So the Smith Band uh, had radio broadcasts pretty regularly from the Onyx Club, and they came to be known as almost a comedy band. They had uh, some hit recordings with tunes that were really novelty-driven. Eyes of Muggin is one of them. We're not going to listen to that. That was two parts, uh, two sides of a 78, so it goes about six and six and a half minutes. It's really a, a kind of a, of a game record where they're chanting and, and, and playing a verbal game. And as they say, I think you kind of had to be there. Uh, there's certainly a lot of swing and a lot of good energy to it, but um, not a whole lot of great jazz or music on there. So I encourage you to take a listen to that on YouTube. Um, there were some other groups that recorded that as well, including uh, Mez Mesros, which featured Willie the Lion Smith. They also had a, a hit recording a little bit later on Knock Knock Who's There, um, going through endless knock-knock jokes uh, in rhythm. Uh, Fletcher Henderson's band did the same tune. But we're going to concentrate more on the hotter side of the Stuff Smith repertoire. So the first recordings we're going to listen to were made for uh, Vocalion in February of 1936, February 11th. And um, as I said, the Onyx Club uh, featured jazz. At this time, there were at least a couple of bands playing at the Onyx, the Stuff Smith Band and the John Kirby Sextet. Uh, we've done some podcasts and some radio shows on John Kirby. That was a, a, an exceptional band of the 1930s, and their musicians were pretty uh, omnipresent on recordings during that time. They were all very good musicians who could uh, sight-read fluently and improvise well, and so they were called on to do a lot of recording dates. And one of them is going to make an appearance on one of the later Stuff Smith sides. We'll see hear that a little bit later. So that band that I just uh, uh, told you about, Jonah Jones, Stuff Smith, Raymond Smith, they have a lot of very common names here. Bobby Bennett, Mac Walker, and John Washington uh, recorded two tunes that we're going to hear in February of 1936. I Hope Gabriel Likes My Music, uh, which was a pretty uh, common tune for jazz bands of that period, and the Irving Berlin tune, not one of Irving Berlin's better-known tunes, but one of his um, few kind of hits of the 1930s. I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. And both of these feature vocals by Stuff Smith. After that, we're going to uh, go to the uh, date that was uh, held also for Vocalion in March, March 13th of 1936, with almost the same band. Uh, replacements were James Sherman on piano and the great Cozy Cole on drums. And we'll hear a lot of fine drum work coming up uh, in very short order. And we're going to hear two tunes, actually a couple of tunes, maybe three tunes from that date. We're going to hear Taint No Use with a Smith vocal. After You've Gone, the great jazz standard, sung by Smith, and Use a Viper with a sort of a two-part vocal by Stuff Smith and Jonah Jones. And that uh, brings out the element of uh, being a viper and smoking marijuana, which was a, a big part of the repertoire and the sort of jokey repertoire. Uh, Isa Muggan was another one that uh, sort of hinted at that, too. And that was a big part of Stuff Smith's uh, repertoire. Perhaps his life, too. We don't know. So those are our five tunes in our first set. I hope Gabriel likes my music. I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. Taint no use after you've gone and use a viper. <laughs> Music. When I meet him way up there, if there's too much to, I'll use my music. 
Tain't no Tuesday. Oh, mama, I know I cook my goose, and it ain't no Tuesday. Oh, mama, do 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 do
Come on down, Gabe. Let's smoke a little tea this evening, huh? Three, five, three, five feet long. The light is mess, but not too strong. You get high, but not for long. Cause you's the viper. Now I'm the king of everything. You gotta get high to have that swing. Light is tea. Let it be, cause you's the viper. Now your throat gets dry and you know you're high. Everything is dandy, truck into the candy store. But your conk on peppermint candy, then you know your body's thin. You don't give a darn if you don't pay rent. Sky's high, you high, cause you's the viper. look at the style of Stuff Smith and his Onyx Club Boys. Clearly a very entertaining band. Even when they weren't doing their novelty uh, songs, they uh, really generated a lot of heat. These recordings are some of the hottest uh, small band sides of the 1930s. Jonah Jones remembered later on that, you know, in uh, a live performance, some of these tunes would be extended to ad infinitum just to keep building the tension and the, the energy. He said there was one time on a radio broadcast, they played one song, I think he said it was Stomping at the Savoy, for the whole half-hour broadcast, and they kept playing it after the, the broadcast ended. They just kept plowing through it. And we get a little bit of a sense of that on that last tune, Use a Viper, uh, with Jonah Jones playing two out choruses, just building and building on through there. And he was the ideal trumpet player for that. On the surface of it, you would think a front line of trumpet and violin wouldn't work very well, but it certainly did in this case. Uh, the personalities and musical styles of Jonah Jones and Stuff Smith really complemented each other very well. So we started out with I Hope Gabriel Likes My Music and went to the Irving Berlin tune I'm Putting All My Eggs in One Basket, both very hot numbers, uh, recorded for Vocalion on February 11th, 1936. I uh, heard a little bit of Raymond Smith on piano with Bobby Bennett on guitar, Mac Walker on bass, and John Washington on drums. Uh, the next recording date from about a month later, March 13th of 36, substituted Cozy Cole on drums and uh, James Sherman on piano, and that uh, was an upgrade probably in both departments, certainly with Cozy Cole. He uh, had been playing with some big bands in the uh, in, in New York area. He had actually made his recording debut with Jelly Roll Morton in the late 1920s. Um, we'll talk about where he went after that, but uh, he lends his uh, estimable talents to pretty much the rest of the recordings we're going to hear on this show. And so from that March date, we heard Taint No Use, a sort of a slower, more bluesy, lamenting song. 
After You've Gone, which was nothing lamentable, slow, or bluesy about, a uh, very hot, up-tempo number featuring the, uh, the, the electricity between Smith and Jones, and then we ended up with Use a Viper. And all of those featured Stuff Smith vocals, with uh, Jonah Jones contributing a vocal on the last number as well. So now we're going to go uh, a couple of months forward. We're going to skip over one record date, uh, the May 12th, 1936 date. Those were, uh, that was a date that sort of emphasized pop songs, and they were very good pop songs, but I want to concentrate on the jazz a little bit more. We're going to start with Old Joe's Hitting the Jug from July 1st of 1936, same band that we just talked about. Um, this was a tune, I guess, that introduced me to the Stuff Smith experience. This was on a... An LP set I remember from when I was a kid, uh, Swing Street or Swing Street Showcase. I think that was it. I think it was put out by Columbia Special Products. It was a multi LP set that had a lot of recordings by a lot of different bands, and this was one of them. Uh, Old Joe's hitting the jug. Then we're going to go into um, more unusual territory for uh, the tune Serenade for a Wealthy Widow. That was composed by a very unusual pianist and composer from England, a man named Reginald Forsyth, who um, composed a lot of really oddball tunes that were very descriptive in their titles. Garden of Weed was another one. And um, they, they emphasized some very unusual uh, chord progressions as well as a multi-section format for each of these tunes. And uh, it's interesting to hear what the Smith Band did with that. It wasn't their usual up-tempo number, but uh, clearly somebody was pushing Reginald Forsyth tunes here, and uh, they took on the challenge. They were probably playing it in the club. Forsyth was a... Uh, uh, Denizen, I guess, of 52nd Street around that time. Uh, his music was similar uh, in some ways to the music put out by Raymond Scott, and we'll hear a Raymond Scott tune uh, right after that. We will hear Twilight in Turkey, um, and that's uh, one of the tunes that the Scott Quintet did. That was kind of a counterpart to the uh, John Kirby sextet, but the Raymond Scott band was a group of white studio musicians that played a lot of very complicated, ornate arrangements of tunes, mostly written by uh, Raymond Scott, who was a, a mathematician and a radio um, developer, and uh, his tunes, uh, of all his tunes, the one most familiar to us today is Powerhouse, which uh, came to be known through uh, use in various cartoons and as, as music sort of suggesting the uh, the industrial age, I guess, and, and, and mechanized processes. So not really jazzy in that sense, although this version of Twilight in Turkey does bring out some jazz. This is, uh, as was uh, Serenade for a Wealthy Widow, was an instrumental, and those were a little unusual in the canon of Stuff Smith's band, but here we have one. So that recording, Twilight in Turkey, comes from considerably later, uh, May 4th of 1937, and this is after the band returned from the West Coast, having uh, made, or thought they made, a film, which ended up, uh, their, their part ended up on the cutting room floor, but clearly the band was in good shape, Jonah Jones again, this time with Clyde Hart on piano, and I did a uh, radio show, which uh, uh, is uh, on my po podcast station of this fellow, Clyde Hart, who was a, a transitional figure in swing, going into bop. If he hadn't uh, died of tuberculosis so young, he probably would have been an, uh, a central figure in the bebop revolution. He recorded very early on with Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie in 1944, but his recording career went back to the late 20s. He recorded with Blanche Calloway and many other groups, many, many recordings in the 1930s, including this one. And I believe he was a regular member of the band as well. Bobby Bennett on guitar still and Mac Walker on bass. Cozy Cole on drums has a little more to do. And as a guest star on this session, as I uh, alluded to earlier, a member of the John Kirby Sextet. In this case, it's Buster Bailey on clarinet. And we'll hear him extensively featured on Twilight in Turkey, as well as a little less extensively featured, but evident nonetheless on the other two tunes I'm going to take from that session. Where is the Sun, which is, uh, I always thought was a uh, tune that Smith wrote, but I guess not, that was one that he featured for the rest of his life, a very pretty ballad that uh, he sang and played. And then we're going to end uh, that session with a uh, another Smith tune called Upstairs. And this one starts with what Duke Ellington called uh, the call to the band, or the band call. It was the figure that Ellington played when he wanted to bring his musicians back to the uh, bandstand. And uh, somehow it ended up on this recording. I don't know... Uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg, but it's interesting to hear that little figure in a different context. So, those are our tunes for this next set. Old Joe's Hitting the Jug, Serenade to a Wealthy Widow, Twilight in Turkey, 
Where is the sun? And upstairs.
Imagine the fun they must have had at the Onyx Club. That was uh, a big part of the reason that Stuff Smith was there for so long, and he was certainly a, uh, an opposite number to the John Kirby sextet, which played very um, properly and very sedately, although Buster Bailey certainly had uh, a lot of fun on that last number, uh, tearing it up on the way out. So going backwards this time, we uh, ended with Upstairs, that uh, Stuff Smith tune was an instrumental in that case uh, from May 4th of 1937, featuring Jonah Jones and Buster Bailey along with Stuff Smith, Clyde Hart on piano, Bobby Bennett on guitar, Mac Walker on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. Before that, we heard that very pretty ballad, Where is the Sun, that has been recorded by some other artists, too. Stuff Smith wrote another pretty well-known ballad called It's Wonderful. Uh, not It's Wonderful, but It's Wonderful, and that uh, also gets played somewhat often. Prior to that, we heard the Raymond Scott tune, another instrumental, Twilight in Turkey. What it had to do with Twilight or Turkey is, your guess is as good as mine, but uh, some interesting music nonetheless. 
And before that, we heard the Reginald Forsyth tune, Serenade for a Wealthy Widow. There again, not too sure how the music goes along with the title, but not important, I suppose. Another instrumental. And then we started out with a good time tune called Old Joe's Hittin' the Jug um, by Palmer and Stride. And that featured Stuff Smith and the ensemble singing, as well as some very fine Jonah Jones on trumpet. So we have a few more things to play today. Uh, the next one is a bit of a curiosity. I played a few things from the uh, Bill Savory collection. Savory was an engineer who uh, had a bit of a hobby of recording music off uh, radio broadcasts in the 1930s, and thank goodness he did. Generally speaking, the sound quality uh, was quite good on those, although the one we're going to hear right now is not terribly good, but it's historically important. Uh, these were released a few years ago by Mosaic uh, Recording Company, a big CD collection that has just an enormous amount of jazz that hadn't been heard in sometimes upwards of 70 or 80 years, and um, really, really fine stuff. Some excellent Count Basie, but uh, some good odds and ends, including this piece, which is uh, one of the only recordings that uh, survives from a uh, an outdoor festival uh, called the Carnival of Swing, which was done on Randall's Island on New York, in New York on May 29, 1938. It was a broadcast over WNEW. It featured a lot of bands. There are many, many pictures of that festival and some films as well, although the films don't have sound. Uh, Count Basie's band is there. I think uh, Ellington's band was there. Um, and then this band, too. So they brought out a lot of different groups. So this group, uh, Stuff Smith and Zonic Club Boys, has Jonah Jones on trumpet, Ben Webster on tenor sax. This was a, a sort of an interregnum period during, uh, uh, during this band um, when they brought in another horn player, and they were all to go shortly. Clyde Hart again on piano with Stuff Smith, Bobby Bennett, Mac Walker, and Cozy Cole on drums. And this tune is a feature for Cozy Cole called Crescendo in Drums. So sorry about the sound quality, but it's worth hearing anyway. Then we're going to go up uh, a year or so, actually a little bit more than a year, to the last recording by uh, Stuff Smith's Onyx Club Boys. Stuff Smith uh, continued playing in New York. He recorded some excellent trio sides in the 1940s, um, along with some other uh, recordings. He uh, participated in the After Midnight Sessions with Nat King Cole uh, in the, I think it was in the 19. Uh, about 1958 or something like that. Um, wonderful album, uh, and he participated on oh, four or five tunes on there. Willie Smith, the alto player, was on there. Juan Tizal, Harry Edison, they all uh, contributed in some way to some of those cuts. But Stuff Smith's was especially good. Uh, he ended up moving to Denmark uh, in 1965 and passing away in 1967. He did get a chance to make some recordings over there, and he even recorded with Dizzy Gillespie at one point before he left. So the last recording session by this group was done for, I think it was Varsity, uh, in 1939, the very end of 1939, uh, December. And uh, it wasn't released on Varsity. It ended up coming out on Commodore Records for some reason. Not sure why. Uh, and this band featured Jonah Jones again, George Clark on tenor sax, Sam Allen was on piano, Bernard Addison on guitar, John Brown on bass, and Herbert Cowens on drums. And uh, this was the last hurrah for this band. Cozy Cole and Ben Webster uh, had left the band to join uh, Cab Calloway. Uh, I think Webster may have been with Cab Calloway and was uh, subbing with uh, Stuff Smith for that Randall's Island uh, uh, date. He, of course, brief, right after that went with Duke Ellington's band and stayed with him in that classic period. Cozy Cole became uh, the drummer for the Cab Calloway band from about 1939 all the way up until the band finally broke up in about 1950. And alongside of him, starting at about 1940, was Jonah Jones. Jonah Jones left uh, Stuff Smith to go with the Callaway band and was heavily, heavily featured in that band as well. Even after uh, the big band broke up and Callaway went to a combo, a six or seven piece combo, Jonah Jones and Cozy Cole were still with the group. So the two tunes we're going to hear from that date are My Thoughts, a Stuff Smith tune, and My Blue Heaven by Walter Donaldson. Then to round out the program, we have a bit of a curiosity. This was an unreleased track from the Teddy Wilson uh, series for Brunswick. Uh, Wilson, of course, is known for uh, having all those wonderful dates in the 1930s that featured Billie Holiday, but he uh, featured some other singers and also did some instrumental sides as well. Apparently, Stuff Smith and Billie Holiday did not care for each other uh, at all. Uh, they were 
opposite each other and played together at the Onyx at various times, and there was no love lost, so that's probably why Teddy Wilson didn't use Stuff Smith on any of those dates. But this date he did, uh, and it features Jonah Jones and Stuff Smith, uh, Cozy Cole on drums. This is from November 25th of 1936. And in addition to that, we of course have Teddy Wilson on piano, Ben Webster on tenor sax, Lawrence Lucy on guitar, and John Kirby on bass. So we've got uh, a mix of African-American musicians from 52nd Street here, and they will perform I Got Rhythm, which will end up our program. So we hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, I've enjoyed this. And uh, I'll come back and make any further comments after those recordings. So the tunes we're going to hear, Crescendo in Drums, My Thoughts, uh, My Blue Heaven, and I Got Rhythm. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Stuff Smith and his Onyx Club Boys ending up with Teddy Wilson and his orchestra, featuring several of the members of the Onyx Club Boys. So this is some great hot jazz from the 1930s. We started out with crescendo and drums from that uh, live radio feed from Randall's Island, the Carnival and Swing. Um, that was... Uh, Definitely not very good sound quality. You could hear another radio broadcast bleeding through, but what the heck, it was 1938. Um, and we did get to hear some very good Cozy Cole on drums, as well as a little bit of Ben Webster in there, true too. And, of course, Jonah Jones and Stuff Smith. Then we went on to the two sides, recorded uh, for Variety and, and released on Commodore. My Thoughts, which was a ballad uh, apparently by Stuff Smith, although it seems to have an awful lot to do with smoke rings, uh, Quite a, quite, a, quite a bit of uh, similarity in there, um, but some lovely playing, especially by Stuff Smith. And then we went to a nice showy version with some novelty uh, tricks in there of My Blue Heaven, the Walter Donaldson tune. Even incorporates some of the Jimmy Lunsford uh, arrangement that uh, was well known at the time. And that was from 1939. Then we ended up with that Teddy Wilson version of I Got Rhythm, featuring Jonah Jones, Ben Webster, Stuff Smith, and with the uh, classic Teddy Wilson rhythm section of him on piano, Lawrence Lucy on guitar, John Kirby on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. And that was from 1936, an unreleased track. So thank you very much for joining us today. My name is John Clark. You've been listening to The Jazz Focus. If you'd like to uh, sponsor us, please do so. Uh, we'd love to have some monthly sponsors. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me, check out my Facebook and Instagram pages uh, under my band name, Wolverine Jazz Band, or my website, wolverinejazzband.com. So, hope you enjoyed our Stuff Smith tribute. We have lots more interesting things coming up, I think, and uh, hope to see you soon. So until then, I'll see you on the other side.